Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost says a search engine is a utility, but broadband is not. Ohio Supreme Court Justice Jennifer Bruner upends next year's race for the chief justice's seat. And Republican senators are doing some handstands to show that their proposed tax cut will not endanger more than $3 billion in federal stimulus that is predicated on not having tax cuts. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Wednesday, June the 9th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost took a most unusual step on Tuesday and asked a state court to declare Google a public utility as a way to ensure that the tech giant can't prioritize placement of its own products in search results. The lawsuit in Delaware County Common Pleas Court is the first of its kind filed in the nation. What's interesting is that Yoast sees a search engine as a utility, but is on record saying broadband is not. Many today argue that broadband access is a utility, like electricity and water, with an urgent need to run wires to people's houses, just as the nation did with electricity a century ago. Yoast's attention is on the search engine. She's in her first year as an Ohio Supreme Court justice, but Jennifer Bruner upended next year's race for chief justice of the court Tuesday with an announcement she will run. The Democrat, who has served on different levels of judiciary, as well as Ohio Secretary of State, said she looks at running from a sense of duty. On the Republican side, Justices Sharon Kennedy and Pat DeWine are considering runs, Kennedy's name is a strong one, but so is Bruner's. Her entry into the race could make for a much more dynamic Democratic ticket in 2022, with Tim Ryan and Nan Whaley seeking the offices of senator and governor. Republican Mike DeWine says he is running for a second term as governor, and too many Republicans to count are running for the Senate seat. Ohio Republican state senators say they won't use any coronavirus recovery funds to pay for a proposed 5% income tax cut, which is prohibited by the American Rescue Plan. Even with their vow, they could still run afoul of the rules, one of numerous concerns Ohio's state house observers have about the Senate's budget bill. The Senate projects a big enough increase in state revenues to cover the cost of the tax cut, which is more than $800 million. But if revenues did not grow or dropped, the federal government could demand repayment of more than $3 billion in stimulus payments. Statehouse Republicans seek to include tax cuts in every budget they adopt, even though the cuts amount to very little cash for individual Ohioans. Former Cleveland mayor and U.S. Representative Dennis Kucinich has finally published that book he's been working on for years, the one chronicling his 1970s battles against corruption in Cleveland City Hall and his effort to save the municipal power company then known as Muni Light. The 658-page tome titled The Division of Light and Power is being released by Finney Avenue Books a company whose statutory agent is Kucinich himself. It is a paperback costing $31.49 on Amazon, but the Kindle version is $21.99. 
Kucinich takes aim at former foes in the book, including the Squire Sanders Law Firm, which he says used City Hall as its personal cash machine back in the day. Kucinich says the release of the book, while he considers a run for mayor, is a complete coincidence, and he refuses to say whether he will file papers later this month to be a candidate. Cedar Point figured out how to solve the staffing shortage that forced the park to close several days a week, offer higher wages. Park officials say their labor problems should be resolved this month, with hours and daily operations likely restored by late June. Cedar Point's new $20 per hour wage is doing the trick, attracting new and high-quality job applicants. In a surprise move last month, park officials announced that Cedar Point and Cedar Point Shores Water Park would be closed for select weekdays in June because of staff shortages. The park reduced operating hours as well, closing many days at 8 p.m. The move angered many travelers who had to cancel or adjust plans to accommodate the new schedule. The park is typically open for daily operations starting in mid-May. Park officials say they are dealing with the most severe labor crisis in decades. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.